It's giant size man things with your uncle Steve Garnett. I'm Aaron Kelly. And I'm Jimmy 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 Rouse. Alright guys, welcome to the show. Just want to get started right off the bat. Uh, we do have shirts up for sale on our website. I wanted to make them as affordable as possible. So we actually aren't making any profit on them. I just wanted people to be able to get shirts of the show if they wanted them. Because yeah. I want one. <laughs> I, I think they're wretched, man. They, they, I, they, I have to make the women's cuts like individually. For some reason, it doesn't let you just be able to pick when you create it. Like You have to make each product individually. So I haven't made all the shirts available in women's cuts yet, but I will get to it. There are one, There is one on there already. Uh, but don't worry. I'll get to it. Sorry <laughs> for the delay on that, if anybody's yeah, waiting for that. No shit happens. Um, uh, honestly... When you put them up, did you expect them to sell the way they are? No, I did not. And I just want to give a special <laughs> thanks to uh, our friend and listener of the show, Matthew Johnson. Matt Johnson. Yeah. Uh, if you went to high school with him like I did, you know him as finger banging Matt Johnson. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to appreciate you bringing yeah. him I'm sure he will. all these years. He's a married man now. Dude, he, he had legendary fingers that he used to sheath. Had like, like when, like during prom, he had to sheath those fingers. Oh, you for know, God's sake. That, that is, dude, I he, can't even... I he was that legendary around our town. Oh but no, Lord. Matt, thank you, seriously. Yeah, for thanks for some of the di- designs you sent away. You sent us over a, a design of the man thing, like, close up on the face, and some uh, font with the giant size man thing. And one of those uh, shirts I actually have, they are... Uh, has the, been featured on the show. Yeah, and they are, it's, they're high quality, very professional. Nice. And, uh... Good job on those designs. Good, yeah. Thanks for letting us use them. Anyway, um, let's start with the pick of the weeks. <laughs> yeah, pick of the weeks. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was leaning towards. Uh, I'll start with mine. All right, and what I, we got? You know, today? we talked about this. I hate to I hate to do this because I did pick the last issue of it as one my pick of the week. Black Hood number two is awesome. Well, sometimes you if it's, if you like it, you know, it's just got to be your pick again. I, I just I, you know I, I hate I hate for it to be a book that I already picked. So you know, I I've picked Birthright multiple uh, times. I know on yeah, this show. Well, you know it's Birthright. <laughs> <laughs> I could honestly have picked any given issue, uh, but yeah, man, with Black Hood number two, the story gets a whole lot a whole lot darker. You start seeing some 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 kind of machinations in the background from a villain from a still unknown villain character. Interesting. Uh, and the it, the the second issue ends on on a kind of a sour note, like a, even sourer than the guy than the hero getting shot in the face with a shotgun, which happened in the first issue. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, it's a, it's a it's it's a much darker book than I ever expected it to be. But it's such a good read, such a good read. Definitely worth the money. It's an Archie book, which is surprising too. But but you know they they've got this whole dark circle line they're starting up so that they're a, a little bit edgier superheroes uh and using using some classic characters that they've had for who knows how many years and, and ended up actually selling the rights to a couple of times and then now they've got them all back excellent so aaron what's your pick um i had a few honorable mentions because i was torn um between 247 which they're you know they're wrapping chew up I mean, there's like 12 issues left now. Um, and October Faction 5, which I love. I don't know. I may be the only person here that reads October Faction. Um, but I, I ended up picking The Valiant 4. And it wrapped up that storyline, which The Valiant kind of threw their big guys into one universe yeah. to do a story. A lot of people loved this issue, and then a lot of people said like, it was just a really rushed ending. But 
if you're at the final pages, you see that that this picked up. It it, it will be picked up in uh, Bloodshot Reborn. Okay. Which is also being written by Jeff Lemire, who I love, who wrote The Valiant. So. You know, if you read The Valiant, you definitely want to pick up Bloodshot. If you didn't pick up Bloodshot, I'm sure there's going to be like a brief uh, little paragraph there to catch you up or something. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm actually glad that you picked a Valiant book because I I don't you know I, an honorable mention like you you know we usually pick it from this week's books. I actually finally have picked up a copy of Divinity Number Four. Two is, Divinity Two. Sorry, yeah. two, Divinity Number Two, which. These characters from from the Valiant make appear make an appearance in right. And awesome. the way the the way the end of this book ended, it was like, well, shit. <laughs> this book is so awesome, and Valiant has actually done something else that that I think was brilliant. They've put up a thing on their website that is it's like the the old DC yeah like the big guy yeah. thing yeah it's a it's a it's a huge online guide to their characters. So if you don't if it just makes all of the, the character backgrounds and their books much more accessible. You know, if you go out and pick up a book and you go, well, who the hell is this guy? You don't have to go searching through back issues and, and wikis that may or may not be right. You've got an actual solid source for information. I thought that that was brilliant. That's awesome. And, 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 you know, Valiant was a pretty, you know, they were a pretty decent-sized independent company back in the day, and then yeah. shit pretty much... Hit the fan. And Hit the fan. But now with like all this stuff with like you know uh, Lemire in the Valley and a Bloodshot and then like Divinity coming out and then there's a some really good looking books that have come out. I guess they're doing like a big reboot and it appears like it's being successful because the Valiant and Divinity were their first two books maybe ever if not in forever uh, in years where they've had to have a, a second printing yeah. and like you know that's big news for Valiant that they have to put run you know another book have the second printing so uh big news for them oh so. yeah man I, and like i can't get over how good divinity has been yeah I, i've loved I read it. i've only issue. read the first issue i haven't got my hands on it uh, i literally I, drill i ruined my copy because drill got onto the pages i know i, I was reading it and i was just like i wanted to talk to somebody and didn't have anybody to talk to about it because i was by myself it sucked i told steve this <laughs> i've told steve this before i think valiance as far as a quality of a, a book they have the best quality because like their covers are super thick and glossy yeah and like i mean it's just like their their page quality and, and their pretty, covers yeah. they're they're definitely a higher quality than any book that i ever get i mean i can't you know, say the stories well I, I, I would say the covers are more of got a, like a, a, a really nice matte finish on some of them, yeah. I, the, I, 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 I wouldn't say that they're glossy. You know, I hate glossy, glossy covers. Well, maybe easy to get fingerprints not, on maybe them. Maybe glossy is not the right word, but they're they're, they're fucking nice. Yeah, they're definitely they are high right. quality. And the, that's the thing is, like the book, the, the price of the, like the color the looks great the in their books. Yeah. It's like the covers are cardstock and everything else. Is like a like a nicer than it's like a a half. It's almost like a what is that called? Steve's an art major. Let him explain what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> it's, it's, it, the, the cover kind of almost has a luster finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good word. But yeah, I mean, it's, like, it, it, it's like in between book, glossy and matte. And it's, yeah, they're, they're 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 really thick. I mean, they're really beautiful covers. Yeah. I mean, and it you know it's just there's mm, delicious. Marvel image DC. Nobody has like a quality of a cover. I mean, they're definitely thicker. Let's but, talk about sex, baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about you and me. All the good things. Where, I, where, where did we go just now? What happened? <laughs> it is crazy. You said I'll actually be getting to 
that song later. Excellent. That's later perfect. In the show. That's perfect. Uh, That's perfect. My pick of the week this week. Let's get to the picks of the weeks. Um, now you may not be expecting this, but my pick is Jim and the Holograms number one. And I'll tell you why I picked this comic. This uh, if, when, when you go into your comic book shop. There isn't, uh, you still, you'll see a recurring theme of superheroes, horror books, um, science fictions, like space westerns, and yeah, there's a lot of those going around right now. Uh, what else is big right now? The, uh, there's a lot of licensed book stuff based on movies and A lot TV of stuff shows. based on movies and TV shows, of course. Now, you know, Jam and the Holograms is based on an 80s cartoon. Of the same well, name. You know, Jim is excitement. <laughs> but what's cool about this comic book is it's the kind of story that... It's it's different, you know? Like, this is the kind of story that isn't going to be... Isn't like anything else you're probably reading. It's basically about a, a woman in a band who has stage fright and can't perform in front of anybody. And when she goes home one day and, and accidentally discovers that her dead father was this crazy like scientist or something he's left behind for her all this technology this crazy holographic technology and she puts a hologram over herself and then she can do it because she doesn't it's not her anymore right and it sounds cheesy right sounds (laughs) like whatever but uh it's it's the book was well i thought the book was well written the art in it is really cool so that's my pick of the week. It's something different. You want to try something different in the mood for something else? Pick up Jim and the Holograms. I thought it was a very cool looking book too. I think the art's really pretty in it. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it really it's, is. It's, it's, it kind of maintains the the cartoony kind of feel. It does, but, but it's still cool. modernizing yeah. it a bit. Yeah, while keeping that '80s feel that's so cool about yeah. it. Yeah. So this uh, last week, uh, Darth Vader number three came out. Yes. This was a hot book. I'm talking about. I touched it in my hand; it disintegrated off my. There was just a bone sticking out of my. It, it was fucked up. You know, it was talked about. So you're probably talking, you got a gimpy hand. Right yeah, yeah. Probably like after issue two came out, people were already talking about the big first appearance. There's a first appearance. This comic book. So flew it was off hot way before it hit Wednesday, and I think people went. Yeah, it like, flew like, off the shelves. I mean, this comic book came packaged with wings on that motherfucker. I went to you know. The shop I go to, they had a limit. You could get one copy. Like, it's that hot. Like, wow. you could get one copy. Yeah, I'm going to admit, I walked into my shop and bought 11 copies. Well, <laughs> they let me have a little more. You know, so, but... Oh! Particularly in... They let Old Dave Bear have more than one copy, but, you know... Well, you know, when you got people standing there that buy hundreds of dollars worth of stuff oh, yeah. every month, you know, yeah. if they want to buy more, you let them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> As opposed to some random jackhole off the street. That like, you've never like, seen. Oh, all right, all right, you got that Darth Vader number three? I want them first appearance of them droids and that woman. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you how hot this book was. I didn't even touch mine. Have it read it. will burn you. Have it read it. That's why. It burnt me just touching it. It's, it's, I, I, it's I, hot. I was able to quickly bag and board it and put it in my box. I, I did like, use I a flame like, retardant bag. I was like, "You're so hot! Please do not burn this long box because there's a lot more precious books in here, dude. Please do not burn." Dude, so, I put mine in a flame retardant bag and put it in a wood holy stove. Shit, dude, I'm not. Even That's where I it. store mine at. So it, 
If you've read it, then you know more about that woman than I do. No, actually, I haven't read it either. <laughs> I'm going to read it. I just haven't yet. Uh, I, I know a little bit about it. I still haven't really read the issue because I'm, I haven't read the second issue of Darth Vader yet. So what's that for you? I'm, uh, I'm getting out of here. Kid, what right the hell? Come I'm on. just kidding. I'm going to get out of here for that. But. <laughs> no, it's a hot book, though. So if you still yeah. can find it in your shops, get your hands on this book because yeah. it's not going to last long. They've already announced and even shown what the cover looks like for the second printing of Darth Vader number three. Another super hot book this week. We Can Never Go Home, number one. Why don't you take it away and tell us about that one, Aaron Kelly. Yeah, it was put out by uh, Black Mass Studios, which is a really independent, really small comic uh, publishing group. Um, I feel like I've read something by them. God Killer? I don't God think Killer. they may have yeah. done that. But it, like, this book is so hot that, that I, it's apparently about these teens that run away. And they have, you know, like a duffel bag of money, a car. And they can never go home, maybe? And they have superpowers. They can never go home. What what intrigued me, other than the fact that this thing sold out everywhere, like Midtown Comics. I had not seen a copy of my eyes. Yeah, it sold out everywhere because it it was one of those things where someone read it, told someone to read it, and then like the big, huge comic reviewers, it made their way to them. They tell all of their people who, you know what I'm saying, like listen to this shit to read it. It sold out quick. Now, um... They did a few variants, and I want to talk about this. I grew up loving punk rock music. Same here. Same as Steve. So they did, there was a Bad Brains variant, a Minor Threat variant, uh, Black Flag, Black Flag, and a Big Black. Now, the one that got me was the Big Black. Uh, Songs About Fucking, which is the variant that they chose. They chose that album cover. Uh, That is up there. I mean, that is, you know, that is up there's one of my favorite punk albums. I, re- I remember maybe like years ago, uh, I would listen to to that album. I would get drunk on whiskey, and I would you know actually bang to that album like they said you could. And I saw God twice while doing that. So. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! I'm is, sorry, uh, I don't mean to laugh at your religious experience. <laughs> so, I've never told anyone that, but. Well, now you've there told you everyone that. Uh, so, uh, thousands of people that. Just I, uh, I was lucky. There was a... Like, Midtown didn't have any. They were doing pre-orders on issue three, which means I guess they probably sold out of issue two already. Uh, Mile High Comics didn't have it. I found a few copies at Forbidden Planet. I ordered two. They only actually had one, so I got their last copy. But it's like just the regular... Plain cover is like 15, 20 bucks on eBay. Like, it's that big. It's that big of a book already. And it's Dude, like. I'm sorry. But with your hair right now and those glasses you have on. You should take a alert. picture. No, man. dude, this needs to be like a character. This, this is, makes you into a character. It's hilarious. That's why I wore this sweet shirt that makes no sense. <laughs> My shirt does not make any sense. He um, has on a shirt that says, what does it say? Welcome. No, this is it, living it up in paradise in Tennessee. And it has a parrot. And it has a parrot with like a, a margarita on a beach. Like that. What does that have to do There's with Tennessee? There's no beaches in Tennessee. Uh, That's well, hilarious. Well, I mean, I guess technically, if you have sand beside water, it's a beach. So rivers. <laughs> That's they're trying to pull that. Yeah, you got a it's river. a feral parrot on it's there. A, it's a feral parrot on a river beach. Okay. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, hot books of the week right there. Yeah. Get your hands on them while you can if you can and find the, them. Uh, yeah. We Can Never Go Home is only a miniseries. It's just five parts. So I can't believe it's so popular, that book. 
You know, I get it's a, it's one of those that came out of left field on everybody. Yeah. I think you know it's like what that. Oh, but you were thinking. You know, well, I read about the you know the issue that they're soliciting in this much previews, and I was like, that sounds like a pretty damn good book. And I looked, it's like, well, hell, it came out this week. Or even like, know about no that? One, uh, and like, I start trying to track one down, like nobody. That makes you wonder. Like, they laugh, like a couple people laughed at me because like, no. over the topic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they would have submitted this to Image, it seems like Image would pick this up. That makes me wonder. You know, for the sake of White Black Mask as the company. Maybe that was just the first company they threw it to and they picked it up. Possibly. Um, yeah, and it may be somebody, somebody that actually has something to do with the, with the publishing. You know, right. Because yeah. I actually project. have two Black Mask comics that I get, and I was not familiar with this book. So it just, you know, it went over, I think, everyone's head into it. Plus, you know, Image can't get them all. Yeah. I mean, but. think about how many ideas probably because you know you anybody can submit to Image. Yeah. They take open submissions. So I mean, like I'm per, I'm actually working on a pitch right now to submit to Image. But like, think of how many pitches they get. There's probably yeah. some stuff that goes through there that's golden that just slips through the cl- cracks because there's so much. Yeah, you know they can't do it all. But. Sure. You know, I got three. So you know, the I more the publishers regular, we have out there, actually, is the better. I got the regular two variants, and then I, uh, I'm down for you know the rest of the series. So I'll tell you what I'm bummed about is that for some reason, at least in our area, it seems that Diamond uh, is always a week late on Scoriers. Yeah, I. Because Scoriers two is out. We didn't get it. Steve we I, want it. <laughs> Steve and I go to two different comic shops. His didn't get it, and mine didn't get it. And they're they're even in two different cities. I mean, they're yeah. They're, yeah. they're they're only about thirty minutes apart, but it's two different cities. Wasn't and, Solitary number two supposed to? Come and Solitary you know, two, but yeah, it's the I same company, Devils Do. It's yeah. Devils Do. Um, they might just be so indie. That's what what kills me though. Is this the same Devil's Do that used to be a part of Image? I don't know. But you know, you can get that. But I can get like Action Lab, the people who do like Holy Fuck and yeah. Zombie Trap. I can get those on time. I mean, you can't be much smaller than those. I mean, you know, they. they I feel like Devil's Do is even smaller than them. Yeah, I believe so. They only I have like two or three books on the market zombie, right zombie now. Zombie Tramp is like monstrously popular. Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. I get that book. It's fucking weird. Sometimes it even makes me be like, "Why am I? Man, I why do I buy this?" There's a couple of people. There's a couple, Well, uh, there's at least well, there's one guy I think right off the top of my head at work that gets it every month, and he even goes back and tries. He's even gone back and tried to track down some some of the back issues on it. And like, man, the earliest appearances of that character are crazy on eBay. They're like five thousand dollars. Zombie Tramp. Yes. Yeah. The first appearance is Zombie Tramp. Yeah. Is it not Zombie Tramp number one? Well, it might be well, it's on its even, second volume it's now. Okay, okay. Because I was say, I figured that was when that. I think its first started. appearance wasn't in a comic book day comic. Uh, the or am volume, I wrong about that? Was that? Volume two. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, apparently those that first volume was incredibly limited in its runs. We're talking like maybe a couple hundred copies of each issue in existence. So wow. Now, speaking of uh, Free Comic Book Day, there is one comic coming out that it, there's a little bit of controversy surrounding that I'd like to talk about. And that is the all-new, all-different Avengers lineup. Have you seen it? Well, yeah. We've discussed it. Have you tasted it? No, I've not tasted it yet. But I bet it tastes like ass. This is a line... Yeah, probably. This is a lineup with the female Thor, some variation of Iron Man. Could just be regular old Iron Man. I don't know. Uh, the Captain America that is the Falcon, Vision, Miss Marvel, 
Ultimate Spider-Man and Nova. That's the lineup of the all-new, all-different Avengers. What do you guys think about that lineup? Well, I think it sounds like a pretty decent Avengers team. I, th- I think that we need to come up with some better name for uh, the Captain America that is the Falcon. Like yeah. Falcon America. Okay. Falcon America. Matt, what do you think about that lineup? You know, I'm sure there's people out there that are complaining about this, but, you know, I think in comics it's cool to do whatever you want to do. I mean, for instance, like the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, that was such a, you know, a huge hit, and it's, if you really get down to it, that wasn't like the original lineup of Guardians of the Galaxy, and it really, there wasn't much of that lineup in the comics, I mean, it's just one of those things that is going to be different than what people's used to, so people are going to hate it. Like, people that watch, like, the Avengers movie, you know, and that's all they've ever seen of the Avengers. They're going to right. be completely pissed, like, what is this? But, you know, I think all is fair, you know, in the love of comics, so. Well, one thing that a lot of people are are saying that are upset about, I've seen, are people mad because they say that this book is just another... Uh, it's just Marvel trying to shove politically correctness down our throats. I, I don't necessarily think that that's so because they're kind of, and they've kind of been working towards this in the Avengers mode for years. It's like the Avengers is basically becoming a worldwide superhero team. You know, the, it's not an American team. Right. You know, and so even if it wasn't American, it, they may they may be, they may be based in America, but as of Secret Wars, they're not based in America anymore because there's no freaking America. Right. You this know? is a post Secret Wars book. It's, it's a post Secret Wars book, so there's no America, there's no Russia, there's no nations like you know. It's like uh, the, well, the, who knows what the organization's going to be. It it just seems like there's unfortunately a large percentage of these of comic of male comic book readers that. Only want to see superhero teams with all white males. Well, there are plenty of those out there. Bitch I know. Less, bitch, let's read other books. I agree. Like, I think it's cool. Like, if it, this could be called the all-new, all-inclusive adventures. You know, we have people from all ethnicities on this group, men and women. I mean, it's pretty cool. We Men aren't the only people that read comic books. There does yeah. need to be characters that other people can identify with. It only is going to help comics to grow into an even larger industry to include more people. Exactly. And were, were, was it you that was telling me the other day that the, the statistically now 40%, 47% of all comic book readers are female. collectors are female? Now, that's not Comic book readers. I wouldn't well, say collectors. Whatever. Because this does include trades, yeah. digital sales. Right. I mean, you know, I do see quite a bit of women in, you know, when I go Wednesday to pick up my new books. In Dwayne's, I do see a lot lot of female customers. Yeah. I don't see so many at Mountain Empire. I mean, there's quite a bit of women that will be there. But every once in a while, it is, still. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's always... The the women that you see at Mountain Empire are the same women that you've been seeing for years. You know, know, people come, new people go. But there, there are some that have been collecting for years, too. Right. And so, you know, they become recognizable faces. And, you know, I'm sure that we don't have 47, 47% in Johnson City. But who knows? Because for all we know, there, there could be half the women at the ETSU campus that are just online readers. Right. And that could make up a huge percentage. But the thing is, is that, you know, don't cut out half your readership. No. Why would you want to do that? Absolutely not. 
But anyway, yeah, I just I think that's a silly argument. I'm tired of hearing it. Like personally, if I had a problem with any of the characters, and obviously it's not for any race related or gender related issues, I do not like the 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 new Captain America. It's not anything to do with his race. It's just that I don't even I never liked Captain. I've never been a big Captain America fan. Never have been. Yeah. That's just how I am. This one I tried to get behind him. Still just don't like him. Just don't get into it. Well, I just don't see why you're using one character as two characters there. I mean, just, you know, if you want to call him Captain America, that's great. Call him Captain America. He's the new Captain America. He has wings. Yeah. But why does he have to use the shield? Yeah, he doesn't really need it, I feel like. It's just I, a just tagged I, on there, it feels like. Just call him Falcon, you know. He's still the same freaking character. Yeah. Why is he Captain America too? You know? Yeah, I don't get the whole... The Captain America thing, I, I don't know. I, I think it's weak. I will say that the female Thor, if you actually read Jason Aaron's first run on Thor and then are reading this uh, second run with the female Thor and also Thor, of course, is in the book, this is a pretty cool story. Yeah. So I, I like I like this character. This is cool. I was, I've, I've, I've read a couple different things about how, like, uh, like, just seeing people talk about the book, there's been like fathers who are i've seen saying that this character has gotten their daughters into comics and stuff yeah. like this i mean that's awesome you know plus I, I dig the character and you know we don't even have to really talk about miss marvel this is the first female muslim american superhero in the marvel in i don't know maybe in any comics that are mainstream well that's that but see that even that's questionable at best because i mean back back in the 90s they created a lot of b-list characters and I feel like that that some there's been characters that have been forgotten or that no one ever knew. About. That could be too. So, but but yeah, this is mainstream, definitely. right? Mainstream this definitely. This has been the most visible character. Uh, it's, it's cool. I think it's cool. I do too. I, and I think that this, you know, it's it's the Avengers. It's going to be great. Yeah, and the, and don't worry. This is not. And if you, and if you just don't like it anyway, I'm sure that this is not going to be the only Avengers book out. Absolutely not. You skip this one if you don't want to read it. I'll be reading it. Marvel's got four or five Avengers books running at any given time, and they're all selling. They're not going to be like, well, let's just make one. Right. You know. <laughs> now, let me tell you what I'm excited about on there. Real quick before we get to that, favorite character on the new lineup. Favorite character? Well, probably Thor. What, what about you? Probably Thor. On this new line, who who did you pick as your favorite? You know, I like Spidey, man, so I probably gotta go with Miles Spidey. Morales? Yeah. For me, it's a tie between Miss Marvel, Thor, and Miles Morales. Those yeah. are two, uh, three sweet characters that they're on that team. Yeah. But anyway, moving on uh, from that. Uh, the, yeah, the character I want to talk about is the one you don't see. It's those green hands down at the bottom of it. Yeah, who's that? I'm 99.9% certain that it's the radioactive man who was one of the original, not the original Thunderbolts, but he was on the earlier version of the Thunderbolts team. Uh, not not the most recent Thunderbolts team book that ran the the one that ran like almost two hundred it ran almost two hundred issues before it got canceled right and that was when the that was when the first Avengers movie came out and made a shit ton of money so it was like well let's make everything an Avengers book so they changed the name of it to Dark Avengers and everybody hated it uh, they changed the lineup and everything but the radioactive man was he's a the character is a he's a Chinese national he's a scientist who uh, who in a lab accident got turned into a radioactive dude. Huh. Uh, but he was a he was a really cool character uh, when they were using him in Thunderbolt. So I, and that particular team ultimately vanished in time. So 
I think it's really cool that we're possibly seeing a return of one of them. That is cool, and we will definitely find out the answer to that on Free Comic Book Day, I would assume, since that's the cover. Uh, Let's see. Um, I got something to talk about. Let's let's hear it. Uh, In the success of the newest uh, Bob Dylan album he came out with that was uh, Frank Sinatra covers... No, that's crazy. Yeah, which I think we randomly mentioned. He uh, he decided that he was going to cover, like his next album was going to be a cover of just his favorite songs. Well, right? What are these? Of all time. You know, I didn't write them all down, but I only remember a few. One was uh, uh, Waterfalls by TLC. <laughs> what? Fucking yeah, serious? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. Alright. Uh, like that. It, yeah, that I guess it's what it sounds like. And, uh, <laughs> it, one was uh, Twisted Sisters, We're Not Gonna Take It. Oh my god. Uh, I I, I'm sorry, I can't, and, even, I can't even wrap my head around and that. As you mentioned earlier, randomly, and I was like, I'll talk about later, was uh, Salt and Peppa's Let's Talk About Sex. Well, I'm like, Let's Talk About Sex, baby. And randomly, there was a new Taylor Swift cover called Blank Space. That's the only four that I remember. <laughs> I don't remember, what? but I mean, it was his favorite songs of all time. So I think this will be another successful album for Bob Those Dylan. Are, well, I mean, it's Bob Dylan. Yeah, I think if anybody can make it. that work, I, mean, <laughs> I think he was going to buy it. I hope they release that on vinyl. I'll buy it. <laughs> Would you buy that? Hell yeah, it'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious. Oh I'd buy it to laugh at it. I'll try to romance somebody to it and put that on. It may work. <laughs> so wait, you're, you're telling me that, that that your sex mix would include Bob Dylan in any capacity whatsoever, let alone more than one song? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine him covering Waterfalls, though? I can I, imagine that. Because I'm the other gazing out the window. That's my best Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. I want to hear him sing that you know, song. You know that many lyrics out of that song? Dude, I know every word of that song. Why? <laughs> it's TLC. I mean, why would you not know it? Crickets. You know? <laughs> uh, guys, if there's one thing I saw this week that got me super pumped for something, it was the Deadpool costume for the movie. Man, that is awesome. Did you catch the reference? The Burt Reynolds parody? The Burt Reynolds yeah. him on the bearskin rug. Surely if you listen to this show, you've probably already seen it with your own eyes. Oh, yeah. But oh, if you haven't... Sure. It's Deadpool sprawled out on a bearskin rug, in just front, like in front, of a in front of a fireplace, similarly to Spot a spot on costume. Bert, yeah, the co- this is maybe one of the first times that I've seen them do a comic book movie and use a costume that almost looks like it was ripped straight out of the pages of the comic book. It, it does. It, it I, I looks awesome. Do. It looks awesome, but like we were saying the other night when we were talking at the restaurant, for Fox... To finally get something right. And yeah. Of all things, it's the Deadpool movie. Of all the shit they, they got to start somewhere. To, of all the shit they have the rights to, they decide to do the Deadpool movie right. I think it's because well, how pissed people were about they that did first the costume Deadpool. right. That doesn't say they're going to do the movie. But right. it looks like I mean, they're on the right track so yeah. far. Hopefully they are. I want this movie to be if good. Fox, if it sucks, make it R-rated. I won't be surprised because it's big, Fox. The next big step is to make it R-rated. I still think they could do it with a PG team. I mean, they could. They do did it right. right. But they did but, it right. Well, all right. If you, the combination of the nonstop mouth and violence should get it in R, regardless. It should. We haven't talked about uh, T.J. Miller as Weasel or 
What's her name from Firefly and from Homeland? Uh, Marina Becker. As copycat. In the Deadpool movie. Yeah, in the Deadpool movie. We haven't discussed any of that yet. So. Well, now we are. We are. I like T.J. Miller. I like every inch of Marina Becker in. I agree there. Uh, so, you know. So uh, I like her toenails. She has pretty nice toenails. I eat toenails. <laughs> Jeez. And salad. So... Is that like that guy that, that was trying to get Holly to let him touch her feet last night? No, this is different. I just Wait, like the toenail. So, you don't have a, so, it's, so you actually have Wait a, a specific second. toenail fetish. It had to be clipped. The clipped toenail. I thought you only ate ghost toenails and salads. I've graduated. So you eat any toenails. I'm getting desperate. <laughs> okay. Hard up for toenails. <laughs> no, seriously, though, this Deadpool movie. Uh, I um, Here. Even the font that they use for the movie I'm is, not, looks awesome. I'm not a Deadpool fan. I am. Steve is. I'm not a Deadpool fan, and I'm really anxious to see this I, thing. It, I think it's going to be great. Everything that has come from that that little five-minute... Uh, the little test footage Test thing. footage that was released has looked awesome. I am even behind Ryan Reynolds playing the character again because I thought that that was brilliant casting the first time. I think, and then they somehow managed to fuck it up. Yeah, the one good thing in that movie that they could have done, they managed to fuck up. I hope that this makes up for it. I want to talk about me uh, too. Me too. Hugh Jackman posted on his Instagram. Uh, It was his fist with the Wolverine claws coming out, and he was like, "One more time, I'm playing Wolverine." How many times? So I'm sorry. everybody jumped to thinking that the Wolverine three, which is coming, um, is his last time playing Wolverine. Now Fox has said that they want a younger person to take over, you know, Wolverine. But I mean, do you really think that this is it? Like we're not going to see him in any more X Men? Well, or? okay. First it could of all, be. How many times have we already heard I'm not going to do Wolverine anymore, except for this one last? Well, time. he's wanting to do it. Like, but, like, I mean, I think well, he's going to do it forever. I mean, it's, uh, every time, it's, a million, it's a multi-million dollar paycheck for him every time he does the it. The big rumor is Fox. Why would you not do it? Fox is wanting someone younger, apparently, to take over the spot. But And uh, normally, I would be like, Fox is automatically wrong, but we're talking about a character who is all but immortal here, and Hugh Jackman is starting to age. I mean, yeah. he's not, I mean, he's not an old man, but he's... He's starting to show his age. Now, Maybe he should do an old man Logan at the well, end. I mean, I was just... That'd be bad. That's what I want. But I was just wondering, do you think that he needs this for the sake that maybe he'll die? Or Well, I mean, Wolverine, you know, really, I guess, realistically can't die. Well, I mean... Even though he, you know, he died in the comic. Even though he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's dead now, but do you think that this is really his last film? Or do you think... Because, uh... I don't think they're going to kill the character. Here's what I think they're going to do. I, this think, is, I think that the, the man has to... You think they'll just recast Wolverine? I think yeah. they're going to reboot the entire X-Men universe. Think I think so? that's coming. With the younger? I think that what they're going to do... I, th- I think they're going to reboot it in a way to where it just keeps going. I think that after Age of Apocalypse, they're going to do a 90s X-Men and it's going to go from there. Yeah. That's what I think they're going for. Uh, maybe. Just think about it. But, but they did I'm, first class. Te- technically, at the end of the last movie, they've already rebooted their universe. They did. So dead characters are alive again. But what happens at the end of Age of Apocalypse? Right. It gets rebooted again. Well, I mean, it's a, that is a complete alternate universe anyway. You know, you've got one arm, one arm Wolverine, Cyclops with literally one eye. And I'm not sure what they're going to do in the movie with that. Everyone's a badass, even Cyclops, who is not a badass. 
Except for he was right. I just don't know about what yet. Well, well yeah. That, that's that's what we want to know. Please Our tell us. If you're we, a fan of the X-Men, what in the hell is the deal with everyone posting this shit about Cyclops being right? What was Cyclops, Cyclops right? was right. That's what they keep saying. Because I'm seeing it everywhere. Too many people that I know that read X-Men don't even know what the hell this is about. Yeah, is this something from the Cyclops book that you find out in there? Maybe, maybe it's in the side. Who knows? I don't. I don't. If know. you know, please tell us. We're trying to figure it out. We're curious, 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 really curious. Curious, Georges. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, what else we got? Oh, uh, you, we talked about the the uh, all new Avengers. Uh, Ouch! Mark. I bit my tongue off. <laughs> Well, shit. Are we going to go? <laughs> I do have something to talk about, too. What else you got? Don Draper. Excuse me. Don, Don Draper? John Hamm. Don Draper? Who is best known <laughs> as Don, Don Draper. Draper. Yeah, Don Draper. <laughs> uh, from Mad Men. That's the best way to explain him, probably, to people. Don Draper, a.k.a. John Hamm, is, I guess, interested in playing Negan in The Walking Dead. And for those who are strictly like The Walking Dead show, I'm sure you read on forums about Negan, um, you know, you're probably, who the hell is this Negan guy? But he is a guy that makes the governor look like a Boy Scout. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. Yep, that's a uh, pretty accurate description. And he is a guy that I think he'll probably be in the next season of The Walking Dead, but I don't think, there's no way in hell that they can do this, this guy justice. This is a guy that the F word is every second word to him. Nah, uh, it's a cable network. All they have to yeah. do is run a damn disclaimer at the front of it, and they, and they could run it on any network. You think so? Yeah. You, I, don't, I think they'll tone it down. So. I mean, they'll have to tone yeah, it down. Yeah, I think so. they'll tone it down, but also get into what we've seen. Mm-hmm. Okay, he he has a barbed wire bat named Lucille that you have to treat like a lady. Jimmy has probably read this much. You, uh... <laughs> You have to perform, you know, he wants you to perform oral sex on his baseball bat here. I mean, this guy is that vulgar. Um, do you see John Hamm He could playing? do it. He could do it. We, John Hamm's a good actor, I think. You know, like, he is. He's an excellent actor, and I think that he would make an excellent vegan. And he's about to be out of work because Mad Men's about to be over. So, you yeah. know. True that, homie. Uh, and, and he looks like Negan. I'm sorry. You think so? Yeah. See, I always thought he should have a lightsaber. Was uh, Negan? What, but, uh, what if he had a lightsaber? <laughs> like in that universe? Yeah. They yeah. ran and pulled out a lightsaber and started chopping up those zombies with his lightsaber and using the force on him as Negan Ham, John Ham. That would be sweet. Don Draper, the Don Draper. Forget he what should if play he Don was Draper just in Don Draper. Bed, yes, yeah. with a lightsaber. He had that slick back hair, Fun, like hair, like Negan's just like Negan's just. just and he was monster. trying to sell you on a. You know, like basically, he's, he's like, let me sell you this Louisville slugger here. It's like, and for twenty five extra dollars or a date with your daughter, I'll wrap it in, in marble. <laughs> a date with your daughter. <laughs> God. You know, uh, from I swear to Christ, if Negan shows up selling baseball bats out the trunk of his car, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way they're going with this show is, you know, that Congresswoman, I don't recall her name, the one that is currently... Over Alexander. Yeah, going into her, town. Yeah. I think she is, protect, she is currently protecting, you know, them from Negan. I just don't think you've seen that yet, because she is not in the comics. Um, 
that woman is you know yeah. is not. But I think that well, and they and in the comics they were in Alexandria for a while before anybody yeah. even mentioned. It. It's like oh yeah, by the way, every now and then these guys come by and kick the fuck out of everybody <laughs> and take whatever they want. Uh, <laughs> and you know we really just let them. <laughs> but you know in the you know. For the sake of the show, I mean, I want to see Negan, but I'm more interested in uh, Dwight, the guy with you know that's like the two face. The guy from the Office. Dead. Dwight Schrute. No, I don't if you take Dwight Schrute and mix him with maybe Harvey Dent, you know, like <laughs> he is half, you know, he is Two Face. Um, yeah, that's yeah, the guy yeah. that I want to see, man. I really want to see that guy. I'd like to see him in the nude. Uh, they, they, they they actually, he is good in the nude. <laughs> That they actually went into the whole storyline with Rick and the you know the the married woman. And, uh, I feel like Rick's that. a little off his rocker right now on the show. Well, Rick spent some time off of his rocker. In the yeah, he's yeah. he's like, he's he's, 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 he's been severely affected by this the, what's happened to him. But but yeah, now I, I have to say that this, the the meme flying around on the internet right now, where it's like Rick down on his knees in the middle of Alexandria, and it's it's like, come on, I just want to kill that guy and and, and then sleep with his wife and, and yeah, right. Like, that's pretty. What's what it feels like is going on? It's like, and, dude. And, then, and then immediately below it is is the is the picture of Shane. It's like, oh really? Imagine the irony. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. See, was like. Nice. He's turning into Shane. Like, man. I didn't, dude, I didn't even. It's like he's it. turning into a fucking Shane. I read Shane. the comic and I never got that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's turning into a Shane. My picks for Negan is, if not John Hamm, I always thought Henry Rollins would be a good pick. I mean, if you're going for the sake that the person isn't going to really look like the role from the comic, as they did with the governor. I mean, Henry Rollins, you know, he was in Sons of Anarchy, and uh, he's a pretty angry guy. With flag, My pick for Negan would be Rick Moranis. <laughs> That's going the opposite of what you want for because you know he's a big, a big bill guy. Yeah, he's a good size. Dude. Well, I'm just a fan of making things not exactly like the original source content. So I'd like to see a so Rick like Moranis. So like the Walking Dead TV show because I just, yeah, I do, I do like the Walking Dead <laughs> TV show. Speaking of non-original content, I'm a guy that catches content. maybe every six episodes of yeah. the show. I will say that I watch so, it every week. I can't wait to see it tonight. The, see uh, the trailer for the Fear of the Walking Dead. That's what I was getting ready to bring up. Is they they finally announced the the name of the new show, and it's the Fear of the Walking Dead. And apparently, the internet melted because they thought that that was a bad name. The internet is a bunch of assholes yeah, who I complain all the time. That's all it is. I don't. That's the, I just equals don't, internet. I don't see what the problem is with was, the title. <laughs> that's a better name than what I expected they would go with. I expected they would be like Walking Dead Reborn. You know, like something. Right. I thought they like, were going to pull some shit like Walking Dead Los Angeles. Now, like, now I feel like yeah, a CSI. Or, or, walking, yeah. Yeah, or Walking Dead West Coast. That walking would be a Dead sweet West show. Coast. <laughs> it's the West Coast Walking you know Dead. Fear of the Walking show, Dead though. is fine by me. I think it's a great name for a show, and I'm looking forward to it because it is all original stories. And it gets Kirkman. Yeah. You, I mean, you, well, I think it's cool because I think it also kind of pays homage to original zombie titles like Night of the Living Dead. Right. Fear of the Walking Dead. You know what I mean? So it, it, it fits the genre. Yeah, and you I have like Kirkman, it. who's been running comic for and got twelve the, years now, thirteen uh, years now. Is that lady and from then, Gone Girl? And then he's been writing the yeah. show for almost five years now, six years now, and he's you know he has a chance to I guess realize like you know if you set this in the completely different characters, here's what yeah you know what we're 
Which I don't think you will. What I'm not excited about is the new show coming out that's the spinoff of uh, that movie Ted and Ted 2. The walk- spinoff? Yeah, The Walking Ted. It's oh, about yeah. where Ted is in a zombie apocalypse. It's well, a show I mean, about it. At the end of Ted, he was torn all to pieces and, and may or may not. when he came back, was he a zombie Ted? I don't know. I haven't seen well, number two. Stunning, I haven't know. seen number two. All I care about is... The Walking Ted. Apparently, they're making a Ted 3 already. Like, that's already going to... It must take place after The Walking Ted. What about that killer? Hang on. Sam Jones, who played Flash Gordon in the Flash Gordon movie and the first Ted movie, actually played himself and Flash Gordon in the first Ted movie, is going to be in all three of them, which I think is fucking fantastic. What about that new Pixar movie called The Walking Bed? Where it's a bed just wanting to find his home. Oh yeah, he and he, he walks on the and pegs. The humans, yeah, can sleep. Like that, that was like for I children's saw trailer, movie. I, swear I saw that trailer and it brought me to tears. It's the like, Walking oh Bed. God, the Walking Bed. Do that? Why not do a remake? Just a, a reboot, a reboot of Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. I know, right? But instead, they've got another animated movie coming out by Pixar. In uh, tw- no wait, uh, maybe DreamWorks. I could be getting. It, I think it's DreamWorks, <laughs> called the Sliding Sled. Oh wow! And it's about like it's like a Christmas movie, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the DreamWorks movie called The Buttering Bread. Is what I thought you were talking about. And I saw a trailer. It's for about that. the whole movie that's about you know buttering bread. I thought that's what you. Were I thought that about. one looked boring. I was big into it, man. I, you know, I really liked that trailer. I shed a tear. I was yeah, like, I can relate on. to that. You know, how many times have we walked in here to do this podcast and found you in a row of butter on your nipples? You know, okay, that does happen lot. almost every that week. Does <laughs> I'm sorry, I lost it. Because um, <laughs> for some reason, I just got this mental picture of you rubbing butter on your nipples as soon as we leave. Like you, like like Steve and I leave, and you're in there just like. Slath- instantly slathering instantly. Like, like liquid parquet all over your body I love that parquet <laughs> <laughs> okay so the yeah the other thing that I was going to talk about was a uh, post secret wars book called the red skull it has my nana in it your nana's in it yeah my grandmother my nana not my grandmother that I call grandma but the one that I call my nana she is the Red Skull. Is she? She looks like it. Well, she is in trouble Jeez. because someone has decided. She got cooked that, alive once. That apparently, post uh, post uh, uh, Secret Wars, it's going to be unclear as to whether or not the Red Skull has survived something. And so, someone wants to know whether or not they did. They put together a team of supervillains and send them to find out whether or not he has survived and if he has survived to kill him. Wow. Which I think is awesome because the way they've written this book up. It sounds a lot, a lot like the Thunderbolts that I was discussing earlier. Magneto's on the team, uh, Jack O' Lantern's on the team, uh, just all kinds of characters. And I think that it's, I think that it's going to be a really good book. It's, it, it looks really dark, and and uh, I think, I think it's going to be cool that they've got some, a couple of books out there focusing on some supervillains. The concept of it sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm down. I'm in. Definitely going to read that. Definitely. Gonna the number one thing that I'm most excited about uh, coming out next week is Rin Tin Tin Canine Cop number one. No shit, that's finally coming out. That's finally coming out. Are they going to put a chromium full cover on it? Like on his dog tag? I don't know. I haven't seen any about information about variants or anything. Um, they may be doing that. Uh, 
Man, some of the early variants that they talked about the, with that were, were ridiculous. Like, one of them was like a scratch and sniff cover, and you scratch it, and it smells like wet dog. I was like, why the fuck would you I hope that? I want that one. That awesome. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> I also read that they're uh, about to start production of a comic. I have no idea when it will come out, but they're about to start production on a comic of Jake and the Fat Man. Like the the old TV show? Yeah. <laughs> Jake and the Fat It's a sequel to it. I thought the fat man died. Oh, wait, no, he died in real life. I don't know. Maybe, um, I guess that's why they're going to make it a comic yeah, instead of a show. I don't know. It, it, it could work. Weirder things have There's happened. a lot of weird stuff going on. Yeah, man, it's like it's like it, uh, comic books right now. They're, they're like, well, what can we make a, a comic book out of it? Well, um, I saw this one show when I was a kid, and I think that it went like this. They're like, okay, we'll make a book out of that. What's <laughs> the Jake and the Fat Man? But, but yeah, you know, it's like what the hell? Some of them turn out to be good, though. I know. <laughs> Did you by chance having to pick up that Fly book? The Fly. It was like a sequel to the Fly. Oh, the uh, Fly Outbreak. Yeah, I picked it up. I was curious about it. it. I didn't. Look I picked it up right. and fl- flipped through it. I didn't. I did not read it. I always uh, enjoyed those I, movies. I loved. I actually loved those. I even loved the originals, man. Yeah. with Vincent Price, but. But uh, the the ones that that uh, Jeff uh, Goldblum were in, well, Go- oh yeah, Jeff those are, was in the first. That one. was awesome. That's I love that based one. On, you know, it's a, a Cronenberg. It's a Cronenberg horror film, uh, and and uh, you know he plays Seth Brundle and creates the teleportation device and and he go, anyway he goes through it. But unbeknownst to him, there's a fly in the pub with him and it merges the two of them into one being, transfers transforms into this big. Giant fly monster at the end of it. The scene, dude. The scene in the original movie where he vomit, like it, where he, you know, earlier in the movie it shows how he eats and like he vomits on his food and then sucks it up, and then he vomits on that guy's hand and it just melts at the end of the movie. I was yeah. like, fuck, that is horrifying. Yeah, that movie but was now, some, that was a gross actually, I, but it was good. It was, it was nasty as hell. And the, and the second one was just weird, 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 weird. weird, weird. Yeah, it was weird, man. It was weird as shit. It's like, that is the best way I can describe that motherfucker. Because uh, that whole scene with the girl that was pregnant and giving birth to a giant maggot. And <laughs> that, yeah. That threw me off a little bit. Threw me off. Uh, Ugh. And I am totally not kidding about any of that. It's like but, it's like Larry Skinner tickled you in the that movie. That was an IDW book, wasn't it? Uh, they, they, they decided, it was an IDW book. They decided to do a book called Fly Outbreak. And it is based on those two movies. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I don't know where they're going. I flip through it. It, it looks good. I, I may pick up the first couple issues to see, see how the story turns out on it. But just not sure, just not ha- sure how that could be something that could, could go on onward. You know? I do like those movies being a, uh, a David Cronenberg fan. Yeah. So, but I was iffy on the comics, so. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was initially, I was really excited. I was like, sweet, I love the fly, move, fly movies. And then I was like, I don't know how that would work as a comic book. And it, it may not. They nailed it with Jim and the Holograms. They did. It's like uh, Jim's excitement. <laughs> if you saw in the new uh, previews this month, they, uh, there's a Walking Dead, or uh, not a Walking Dead, uh, the Evil Dead that was set between Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness that's coming out. I, don't know. I did not see that. You didn't see that? No. It's called uh, it's called the Evil Dead something, but yeah, it's that's the time frame. It's set between Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. So. Man, I have to say, um, a few years ago, Dynamite 
had the uh, had the license for the Army of Darkness, and I love those comics. They were so much fun. There was like Army of Darkness versus Dina. Uh, <laughs> the the Army of Darkness meets the Marvel Zombies. That was a good one. Uh, I mean, they were they were just they were just zany fun, you know. And, and the way they the way they wrote the character of Ash, it was like someone was channeling the the channeling that character is like groovy, you know. And awesome. Time womanizing, and then later she turns out to be a damn zombie or some stuff, something, you know. It's just cool, just cool fun books, you know. That almost sounds better than the new live action Tiny Toons movie that they're working on. Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons, Tiny Toons Adventures. I haven't seen anything about that. Tell me about it. Well, there was a '90s cartoon called Tiny Toons Adventures. Have you heard of that? Yeah. It was like little. It was new Looney Tunes, basically, kind of like kid ones. Okay. And they were like, "We're tiny, so, we're toony, we're all a little loony." Blah 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 blah. Wow. That uh, I'm kind of. They're comic I'm, dispensers. They crack up all the censors. I remember they say that in the song. Yeah, it's something about a salami in their pants at one point. No, that was that was uh, that was the Animaniacs. That was the Animaniacs. Oh, wow. Came on right at right yeah. after it. Or before it. Uh, see, I like the Muppet Babies. Oh, Muppet Babies was the shit. The Star Wars episodes of Muppet Babies are legendary. Yeah. You know, that that was what it was like to be a kid growing up having seen Star Wars at the theater. You know, you're, built, you're building cardboard X-Wings in your living room. And Evil Dead 2, Beyond Dead by Dawn. By Space Ghost. Sorry, I didn't mean to slam the book on the table. I apologize. Space Ghost, the Space Goat, not Space Ghost, Space Goat Productions. I love Space Goats. I might need to have this. I did add it to my pool, so. Celery Man? Celery Man, are you here with us, Celery Man? I'm pretty interested in this Bubba the Redneck Werewolf over here, too. (laughs) Yeah. That looks interesting. Well, guys, is that all we got here? Or? Uh, I want to say something real quick. Uh, I've got I've to I've plug something real quick at the end of the show, too. Go ahead. There was a few stories that I told that were actually like a story, uh, you know, as opposed to some news article. But there's a few stories that I told. A couple of mine were, too. Some and, of these were fake. Some of mine. Yes. Some of these were fake, and it was uh, April Fool's. This, so, this is April Fool's. But April Fool's. Even though this episode will be airing one day before April if Fool's. If you can pick... Yeah. The one article, not really article, the one story that I said was true, then I will give away a, uh, a shirt from our new store, picked by you. You pick the shirt, I will send you a shirt. Um, so all you, you have to do is comment and tell which story I told was true, and then your name will be entered into a drawing, and I will, you know... Do a drawing. So and you win a giant size man thing shirt. Yeah, sweet your choice. Sweet, I'm gonna win a giant size man thing shirt. Man involved big black. I like this contest because it requires that the listener. <laughs> it requires to enter the contest that you actually listen to the episode. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Nice. So yeah, all right. The thing I want to plug is uh, upcoming uh, on uh, Saturday, April 11th, from nine to five. Uh, there is the Toy Comic Book Sports Cards and Collectibles and Hobby Show at the Appalachian Fairgrounds in Gray, Tennessee on Interstate 26 at exit 13. Uh, like I said, it runs from five, uh, five, uh, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. There's going to be a special guest there, Gary Quaspies, uh, who was an uh, artist uh, for Marvel back in the 90s. He did Conan, he did Moon Knight, Punisher, 
he's done a lot of stuff. He he does a lot of Civil War comics and stuff right now. He actually did uh, did one. Uh, I think I think it was called uh, the South Will Rise Again, which is kind of a zombie story about the Civil War, uh, which I thought was a cool idea. Um, so he's going to be there. Uh, I guess he'll has have stuff to sign, and we'll be signing books, and may have some stuff to sell. Uh, you know, I've seen some of his T-shirts from his series, and they look pretty cool. Uh, but uh, my friend Mike Stevens put this show together. It's sponsored by Walmart, and it is for a good cause. Uh, so I, I, uh, I guess if you guys are interested, in a couple of weeks, it is actually for the Children's Miracle Network. And sponsored by Walmart. So if you guys are interested in a couple weeks and you got nothing to do on a Saturday, go out and check this show show out. There is the most broad uh, availability of collectibles there that I've ever seen in my life. There's everything from there's sports cards, comic books, toys, to Playboy, Playboys, you, you name it. There's Born on the Cobs, probably just about anything. Yes. just about anything that you can collect. That someone will probably have it out there. Uh, and it's 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 a it's a pretty cool show. Just cost uh, it costs. I don't have information on the cost uh, on the uh, door costs like three to five dollars. I'm sure to get in and open all day. Uh, guys, go ahead and give it a ch- give it a chance. It's a pretty good show. And to the locals in the area, uh, RobCon is two days this year. It's yes. August first and second. But we uh, we have a booth there. So if you're a local. Uh, Steve will be selling art. We may have some comics. For I'll be sale selling as art, well. comics, figures, and other collectibles. That's still while months. also promoting the show. That's still months out, so we'll. It is months out, but I do want to just go ahead and say to get you a little excited about that. Uh, we will be doing doing giveaways during RobCon, and you may be able to pick up some shirts there too, in case you don't lose. Awesome. In case you yes, don't win that's this, a, that's an excellent idea. I think we should do that. Yeah. All right. That's the show. If you didn't like it, yo-ho-ho. Green Giant. I need to go to the bathroom. Weird.